And um, so for people um, like me, uh, well, you listening, what, I have so much to say, but like, I remember um, reading that even with complete grass-fed, grass-finished animal, something from Western Canada can have a different nutrient profile, like mm -hmm. selenium, for instance, based on Eastern Canada. So it's like, mm -hmm. that is how um, precise, or I don't know what the word is, but we're like, why you would want to talk to your farmer and know about the plant health and the the soil health and everything. And then the other thing is, um, once you find the good stuff, like that's why I'm always like, you are providing, like your, what you're doing is so valuable um, because you don't need as much. Mm -hmm. so for someone who is feeling overwhelmed with finding food, like once you get the really nourishing food, you don't need like, a, can you speak at all about the like I mean I've started an entire company protecting those nutrients and how valuable they are and the links mm -hmm. that regenerative farmers are going through and and actually the repair that it's doing like your mom told us that the root system at your ranch in Wisconsin has positively affected the Mississippi River so many miles away because of that mm -hmm. healthy root system of the native grasses and mm -hmm. just about the um how it's not I mean it starts with nourishing yourself on a deep level but then it's also affecting uh all of us and our climate and all of that and I know that yeah. take about yeah. 24 hours to talk about but just yeah like really exactly. yeah so really quickly yeah fun story on that I guess the you know the runoff we're not real scientific we're, we're very anecdotal um objective type people um mm -hmm. but it's the simplicity that I think helps you peel back the layers and not get confused um you know you can argue all day long the, the science behind you know regenerative and that kind of stuff but when we took over, um, when we purchased the the home ranch in um, 1997, we started on a different place and outgrew that uh, 1994. Well, yeah, um, and then moved to the the place that we're on now, or the home place um, in 1997. And it was a conventional dairy, had conventional crops, and they just had the cows in the barn and a little pasture, and then everything else is crops. Um, and there was a um, a ravine. A drainage you know system that ran through the farm and uh they had we we used to ride horse through the culvert that was um that was that went under the road out of that ravine from the from the farm from the, the home ranch and mario and i used to you know ride ride horse through there to be able to go over to the neighbor's house instead of walking and going across the road because a little bit busy and um it was a it was a full you know six foot culvert we just kind of lay down on the horse and walk right through and it was fun and we were kids you know just doing <laughs> dumb stuff like that but the point is that it was really big um they just did they just redid the intersection five years ago and did a runoff test and they put a 36 inch culvert in because we had essentially zero runoff from the, the ranch so that just speaks to the volume of water that is being 
soaked up like a sponge because of um, the root system, the living root and the, and all the thatch and, and, and the, uh, the, what do you want to say? Just the structure of the soil that's able to absorb, to trap and absorb all that water and all that water that's not leaving our place. Uh, it used to run off brown, you know, going through that culvert. And now it's, it's a, it's a clear stream and it's tiny. They, you know, 36 inches, they did, they decided was, was more than enough, um, that's cool, you know, to be able to hear that kind of stuff. But it's not, we didn't, we didn't set out for that. It's just like, you know, you just make the right decisions. And I think this applies to anything in life, whether it's um, ranching or your own health is just make, make the next right choice um, mm -hmm. that day. And, you, you know, in, in over time, you'll be surprised where you find yourself and what it affects, right? Don't get too far down the uh the road of mapping your health journey and over analyzing and saying is this really worth it you know all this effort if it doesn't turn out you know x y and z way it's 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 going to be all for naught it's going to be wasted i'm going to waste the money i'm going to waste the time i'm going to waste the energy to waste this and all the things you know you're overthinking it you know you need to have a little faith to just to start on the journey and say okay this is this is the next right step the first right step um and um so yeah i would just encourage people to make the first the next right step whatever that is um in understanding their own health journey that this stuff is it's it's almost incomprehensible um but it's simple logic and it makes sense and there's not a lot of science to support it because there's not a lot of um it's it's such a small microcosm of agriculture in the food industry that there's almost no and there's almost no money in it um also which is challenging you know that where the money is made is in big ag um it's unbelievable almost unfathomable you know how much money um they make hence the reason that the most wealthy or the wealthy one of the wealthiest companies in the world i believe Bayer, the, the pharmaceuticals bought monsanto and got into um chemical ag production because it is one of the most wealthy industries in the world and dollars um dollars buy a lot of marketing dollars buy very smart people um to be able to market very creatively um and dollars feed families and so they can they can justify you know a lot um but it's it's not it's not feeding people well it's not nourishing people and i think we have a lack of understanding of what it actually, we're so disconnected from what it is, what it feels like to feel good. Mm -hmm. Like, I think people are so yes. um, mostly sick all the time that they're, that they're, their justification line is so distant. They don't even know what it, what it, what it means to feel good. It just, a lot of people think that feeling good means not feeling bad. Mm -hmm. And that's just, such that's a sad state for us to recognize you know where people are at um <clears throat> there's a, a buddy at the gym that says all the time healthy feels way better than any junk food i've ever tasted and he was vegan for a few years and was down to he's a, a little bitty guy but he was down to like 95 pounds convincing himself that he was feeling great you know that he was doing all the right things and um eventually somebody said like man kind of what are you doing like you're 
you're kind of wasting away. I think it was an aunt that made some little comment or something like that. It was supposed to be kind of cheeky, I think. You're like, oh, you're such a cute little boy, you know? And he's like, wait a minute, I'm a grown man. And I, you know, like out of the military and uh, not real tall, but just, it was, it was, a beat. it was just a little stick. And uh, he's like, that's not what I, you know, that's not what I feel that I was meant to be. And, um, and so he's actually become a customer of ours and just absolutely probably one of the, one of our number one fans now. Um, but just absolutely loving and, and he's put on a whole bunch of weight and uh, feels better than he ever has. And um, it's, it's truly night and day when you experience it um, and embrace the, the craziness of, of, because of how different it is to eat, you know, maybe animal based or eat the way that, that, um, that the things that nature provides, you know, kind of, I'm on this journey of kind of thinking about a native diet, you know, what pre-modern food industry, what would people eat? What was available? Um, and I don't believe that nature is incomplete. So everything that we need, and this is circling around to your point about the, um, the regional aspects of, of nutrient profiles and things like that in the soil and what that ultimately means for, um, for the consumer. I think it is really important. We've gotten, so far from um so far from purchasing for nutrient value and you know our whole entire food industry is set up on volume right so the farmer gets paid on volume doesn't you know nutrient density has no bearing whatsoever on what he gets paid for uh for his produce uh, or for his goods, and nor does the consumer. They're not. They're not paying for nutrient density. They're paying for volume. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's a broken. That's a broken system. And just recognizing that and thinking, okay, so how can I be a, a more conscious consumer and a better steward of my dollars if I'm buying value and not volume? So nutrient value is going back to eating. You know what you had just mentioned there about. Um, you can consume less because it's more nutrient dense. You don't need to consume as many calories because the nutrient density of what you are eating is satisfying and it is everything that you would need. And this is, um, I think eating inter internationally um, is, we don't understand it yet. I don't think there's anybody doing any studies on nutrient you know, profile um, or what the body truly needs. And I think we're so far from even understanding how this, how this impacts, but really, if you, if you bring your, um, your food network into a more local setting, localized setting with this understanding or this thought process that, okay, so everything that I need is in, is within reach essentially, right? Like there's nothing that's, Nature is not incomplete unless man makes it incomplete and breaks the cycle, breaks the system to try to go bigger, faster, stronger. Um, but if we can understand that and embrace that and you start to look at, okay, so what's available? You know, there's, I guess, you know, in, in Wisconsin, you have blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, uh, you know, some really strong, powerful antioxidant fruits, um, some strawberries occasionally just for a short season. But everything's uh, in a seasonal cycle and you can dry some fruits and things like that, but, you know, remove the refrigerator and the freezer and, and refrigeration delivery from the system. And, okay, you'd have raw milk. You would have a cow that because it would spoil before um, you'd have to eat it or uh, drink it or consume it really quickly. You have, you know, pres preservation methods of sour cream, cottage cheese, 
cheese, yogurt, uh, kefir, some of those types of things um, that are really natural um, uh, preservation methods, I guess, old world preservation methods, but, uh, and then meat, right? So you'd have some fruit, occasional, um, and if you didn't have a sophisticated garden, uh, and even even the sophisticated gardens of of old um, had much more um, much more what do you want to say just like native species within and the way that they were grown was just old world grains and old world um, um, you know root vegetables and and things like that that were relatively simple today and we have all this exotic stuff in our gardens and and um, it takes so much effort and so much um, um, so much resource, you know, to be able to support it. And it just makes me wonder, okay, so we're spending all this effort. We only have so much energy, right? Everything takes energy um, to, to produce and to create. And why not tap into the natural cycle? This is where regenerative comes in too with raising animals. Um, what, what if, you know, the craziest concept, what if, you know, your garden just did it on its own? what if your animals just you know had babies and made meat on their own and what if your dairy cow just um you know made milk on its own and it and all those things do happen and if we just align ourselves with how nature is producing ironically it turns out that we are actually healthier and it's providing all the nutrients in the seasons that we need them nothing more nothing less but we just um we overcomplicate it right so if you if you deduce it down to just a really simplified version of, of how you think to consume, I think uh, meals get a lot simpler, um, but also so much more nourishing and so much more um, right and enjoyable. I don't know. It just feels right, and it feels to to eat well. Um, it just feels it just feels so good. I don't I don't know how to say that. I guess going back to my own journey here, six months ago, I decided to go really almost all in on the animal based aspect and really kind of test test it for myself and i like to to work out and lift and i've always been kind of uh, athletic in sports and things like that and interested and um but my my body composition didn't necessarily reflect that um and so about five years ago i got into lifting a little bit more and for the first four and a half years yeah it's you know i felt good or felt better and um physically you know it looked decent you know i was i was healthy i would say uh, relative to what i had um, relative to, I don't know what I'm, I'm even stumbling over to say what to relative, you know, am I comparing myself to other people? I guess so. Uh, but in the last six months, so six months ago, I decided to change my diet and go to this, you know, really um, holistic lifestyle of animal-based and really practicing what I'm preaching because being, and this is the blog that I'm um, just working on right now, but um, thinking about, okay, so I'm a product of the eighties and I didn't, think you know that that um that greens were necessarily um good or bad um but that was kind of you know greens fats are bad and greens are good you know that was the that was the message of the 80s and i being you know what we do i you know i, I knew balance was good right and so but i didn't fully understand it and i didn't really have a personal impact on my life um and so now i've really shifted over to this more native um diet uh animal based eating and it has i have seen more uh mental physical um transformation in the last six months than i did in the first four and a half years of lifting um it has 
changed drastically. And to the point where people at the gym are constantly coming up to me asking what I'm, what I'm taking, right? There's <laughs> some, some form of steroids that I decided to get oh on. You know, and there's a lot God. of people at the gym that are taking steroids that um, it's just what everybody does. I, I'm shocked. So a little bit of background too, with my mom and dad, they were um, kind of become full circle. That's the, the scene that they, that they grew up in and kind of how they started interested or uh, getting into the, how Northstar was born. I should say my dad competed in, um, at a high level in powerlifting and started the American Drug-Free uh, Powerlifting Association with a few friends because of his disdain for drugs. Um, ended up setting an American record in, in the deadlift. And um, so he was highly competitive, but his, it, it was, you know, um, his training genetics and genetics, you, you can't change what you're training and your diet, you could. And he did everything he could, you know, to, to make sure that his diet and his training were on point and ended up, you know, doing some really amazing things. But it was out of his distaste for people that he was competing against. He didn't realize he was just a, you know, a naive farm kid. And he'd go to these competitions and just get blown away. And he's like, my gosh, I, am, I don't know how I can train any harder. Um, these guys are just destroying me. And then, you know, somebody said, well, what are you, what are you using? Like, whatever you're using is the wrong thing. Like, what do you mean? What am I using? You know, like, well, if you're, and they said, I'm not using anything. That's, that's stupid. And they said, well, if you're, if you're not mad enough to take the drugs and you got to get out of the sport. And he's like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> you know, that, that, that was fighting words. So they, uh, so then he set out, you know, on a, on a, on a mission basically to level the playing field and, and, and distinguish. And this is where the distinguish or that, you know, doing the right things just doesn't necessarily pursue you. North Star started out grass-fed in regenerative model not for the end purpose of grass-fed regenerative model it was just okay we have bison how are they going to live they should live like they like they used to live right in every way possible so by default that's 100 percent grass-fed regenerative mm -hmm. um the human body should not we should not be considering you know okay so you know how should the human body function not with HGH and steroids and you know all this other stuff that we're injecting into our bodies to be able to you know uh, compete at a higher level that's like outside the boundaries of of what's good for us right so that was kind of the distinction then in the lifting world that my dad had had, had made but it's just a, a constant the constant or the common thread I should say is just making the right decision in the moment about okay what's best for for me what's best for the animal what's best for the land and you just find yourself in a place that's deeply nourishing. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. That is so inspiring. And um, Bezad and I are going to cheer you on for your yeah. natural lifting powered by sure. bison. <laughs> yeah. So that's literally my, my dad. The light bulb moment for North Star was uh, my mom is a dietitian. Um, and had done a lot in the, in the supplements category and that's kind of a funny funny story now too i guess 30 years later but she said you know she's a marketer and she said okay so, but also my dad had this hobby that was kind of getting out of control just a little bit because he just loved his bison he just kept having more and more and my mom's like oh this has got to pay for itself somehow um so from that question they started looking into it just a little bit more um what are what opportunities are out there for bison and this is early 90s and not a lot of information was available, but they did find that bison was nutriently or nutrient dense 
in a way that was different than other red meats. Um, and they likened it a little bit more to chicken. And in all my training days, my dad couldn't eat red meat because it was taboo. It was, you know, bad fats and red meat is, you know, will die of heart disease. And so all he, all he ate was chicken. And he said, well, you can only eat so much chicken in your life. Like there's a lot of lifters out there that need this bison meat, AKA red meat chicken. And that was kind of the, the, the catalyst that said, okay, let's try this. I think there's, I think there's a whole lot of people in the world that need good red meat in their life that don't even realize they can eat red meat. And so, yeah, they had uh, made some connections with some cardiologists and um, that were looking for, you know, a good, um, a good protein to be able to turn um, some of their patients onto that were dealing with some health complications and, and things have just been growing ever since. But now coming full circle too with my, with my mom's uh, occupation of, you know, selling supplements and, and kind of the, the traditional sports arena of uh, protein powders and things like that. We're, I don't want to pick too big of a fight here, but we're kind of on a mission to, to put those, those industries um, not out of business, but just like that's old news. You know, you can actually incorporate um, and we're trying to formulate products now with our, our, our various blends, our old world blend being like our multivitamin, so to speak, like this is your everyday, you know, full, uh, it's a whole animal eating experience. And there's also some other blends that we're coming out with um, now as well and formulating and have launched that are a little bit more specific, you know, to different um, needs, you know, that people might have, uh, whether they're recovering uh, or dealing with some really serious health issues. So it's got a little higher part and liver content in it. Um, but so trying to, you know, formulate supplements and, but then also um, just completing, you know, people's nutrient profile that they don't need supplements anymore. They don't need uh, vitamins and pills and things like that because they have a complete diet and you can put your money into things that are significantly more natural and bioavailable than, um, you know, vitamin C tablets and things like that, that are, overly processed and, and really expensive so totally that um and that is what Bezad and I experienced we were waiting so excitedly for the old world blend to become available mm -hmm. and we ate it right away and literally our bodies were craving like we just we have to have more of this and I would say that even it's been out for like six months maybe longer yep. Months. Yep, I think it was late July, early August that we launched. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's a little more than six months. Yeah. That uh, I still have craving. Like, I mean, we can just eat. Now we're preparing two packages at a time because yeah. we get through the first one, and we're our bodies literally are craving it, and we have an impeccable yeah. diet. You know, like, yeah. and that was the only thing that changed, and. I had all these little hairs that were popping out and it was the only thing that had changed in my diet. So it's just, yeah. It wow. Is. That is such a, I mean, that, that little testimony right there just goes to show like, you don't understand the, um, you see it in nature, you know, there's a, you have like a mobile, uh, there's a, there's a holistic, um, diagram i guess that shows that it has like a mobile with all these different arms and all these different things dangling off it just balancing 
and he's you know, and the the instructor will say he'll tap one of those uh, one of those elements on that mobile, and the whole entire thing shakes, and some of them get wrapped around each other. And he said you can't you can't touch something over here and not have it affect the whole. Yeah. You can't change your diet and not have it affect your hairline. Mm -hmm. It's your body wants to be whole and healthy. Just give it a chance and understanding, you know, what are those triggers? And that's the difficult part is what is deeply nourishing? It's so confusing today with all the different marketing and all the different stuff of going back to the beginning of the podcast when you asked about, you know, how do people, how do people walk through the grocery store and, and, and choose what to buy? Because everything has a health claim on it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not, I think it's really difficult to, un, you know, undo your mind from pursuing the different health claims and pursuing whole food ingredients, you know, just, just eat a, just get a potato and some meat, you know, get some carrots and some meat or some, um, whatever it may be bone broth or, you know, don't eat, you know, don't grab a, a protein bar that has 19 different ingredients and claims this, this, and this. That's overly processed and not about not about not bioavailable. Um, so just eating whole foods and simple foods, and let your body tell you if you're, if it's if it's working or not, um, because that's the ultimate test, right? You can't fool your body, and it will respond in a way that probably is going to shock you, you know, as it has for me. Even you know, at 36 years old, I didn't, you know, I'm in better shape now than I've ever even dreamed I probably would be in my life because of living 35 years of, of my life and saying, well, this is the way it's been. And, you know, my twenties were my prime and, um, that was bogus. You know, my, my diet was my, my body was a reflection of my diet really. And, and I didn't recognize that to the degree uh, that I do now. And so there's, there's, there's deeply held beliefs. I think that we have that are laws, you know, of, of diet, um, that we don't even recognize shape you know the way that we make subconscious food decisions um so it's really really hard to to break out of that mold and have the faith to step out and eat something so crazy as an old world blend and eat a pound of it at a time mm -hmm. i just you know i typically make literally a one pound burger mm -hmm. and drizzle some bone broth over it and a little bit of you know maybe some sauteed onions and mushrooms on it and my goodness that's a good meal oh my gosh like, uh, we just had it yesterday and we could eat it every day I can't wait till uh, mm -hmm. my body registers you did you did it you you uh fulfilled this now <laughs> yeah 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 exactly and what you know going back to like the vitamin c thing too it's amazing you start looking at you know um the the regeneratively raised uh organs and the nutrient profile that comes with those organs you start checking off all these all these supplements and these vitamins that people are taking because there's missing elements well it's not missing in nature we're just producing it wrong right we're eating and we're we're, we're by, bypassing we're producing for volume and we're we're fast tracking right past um mm -hmm. slow nourishing food and if we just slow down a little bit and eat you know slow nourishing food um it's a amazing all these other symptoms and all these other things that we can leave behind that are highly lucrative lucrative industries but they drain our health and they drain our uh, our bank account unfortunately so that is um where i also like encourage you 
this is so inspiring but i encourage you to go to north star bison sign up for the email list any just like taxi free anything you purchase at north star bison comes with a guarantee like health like it's just like it's all built mm -hmm. into the products but get on sean's email list because that I tell people all the time, like I learned so much from it and really like you are um, like, you know, in such a small percentage of what you're doing for all of our nutrition, but you're a really good writer. And it is like, <laughs> Thank you. you're I have zero, I have zero training. That's it's just all passion for trying to. Yes trying to help people write and write it in a yes. way that's interesting enough that they can enjoy what they read. Yes. So. And so um, that is such a resource, like anything uh, with the North Star Bison is, is going to enhance your life. And so I, I really recommend and following you on social media, telling other people, what else can we do as a consumer to help support you? Because like, it's so rare and what you're doing and we don't, we want to support you and make sure that, cause you're, I know you're not making tons of money like the other people uh, in the industry. Yeah. So how can we yeah, that's not support the, you? Yeah, that's not the, that's not our goal. Um, you know, like I said, just before we got on the podcast here, you know, it's money is oxygen for us to be able to do more of what we, what we, what our ultimate mission is, right? We're not, chasing dollars but dollars are the fuel you know that that the world runs by and so it's it's necessary um but how can you help us yeah honestly just i think educating yourself and really embracing um what we talked about a little bit here on the podcast and and there's so much more there's so much more um to learn and to really expand your mind um and challenge some of your own paradigms um think about things differently, you know, think about the world around you differently and the way that you eat and the way you interact with people. Um, and once you start down that journey a little bit more, you can't help but share it with other people. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's the ultimate thing is, you know, asking the right questions of yourself and then helping other people once you get a little bit down that journey, because you can't lead unless you've been there. So leading people, you know, helping other people along on that journey. And, and there's, there's other brands out there. Um, I'm not going to, I mean, North Star, we're, we're so passionate about producing, you know, the way that we don't, we don't cut a corner anywhere in the process. We start from, okay, what's the right decision here? And you just keep making right decisions all the way until you get to the end, you know, the, to the consumer's door. And then we say, okay, so what does that cost? Okay. So that's the price. And it's not, we don't have a box, you know, like I said, that we fit in that says, okay, this is the price. This is the, this is the ideal no we, we're, we're going to produce something as as efficiently as possible we're vertically integrated to where we don't have middlemen and all this kind of stuff we, we're trying to shave expense all through the process and and control it's it's two different um aspects there you know that we're trying to that's that are beneficial um and so yeah we we definitely want consumers to to be blessed you know to be deeply nourished by our products and then to tell other people um too because ultimately yeah it is it is changing lives and that's what we're here for and we do want to have a conversation with you we do you know call email um ask the questions you know 
like Laura said in the beginning, you know, ask all the hard questions. We love discerning conscious consumers that are asking hard questions because we know like those, those are the ones that get us so excited to answer and, and say that you found what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, we're just, we have a humble confidence, I guess. And it's one of our core values is humble confidence. Like know your stuff, um, you know, but not boastful, you know, we're, we're helpful in a way that, you know, we don't, um, there's not too many things that, that stump us, you know, or, or that, um, that we're, we're not, we're, there's nothing, we don't have things to hide. We have an open gate policy. That's kind of our, our, we're not certified organic where we have an open gate policy where we're, where we just say, come, you know, Laura, um, comes out to the ranch and, you know, we don't do anything special that day. It's just another day in the, another day in the life of the ranch. Um, but you get to see it all and, and it's inspiring. Like I, we have tours, you know, people that come out and say, I had no idea. I thought this was just going to be coming and seeing some bison. And I've almost left in a way that changes my life. Um, and I think that's the way, that's the way it needs to be. Right. That's the way it should be. If, if you're doing things right, not because of being right, but because of um, just being a steward and a, gr- a grateful steward of the resources that you have influence over. So thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. What you've just heard from Sean is my exact experience. Anytime I've come into contact with anyone from your family, and even the people who work at your company, you just have, you just displayed it perfectly. And it's like you are the roots of your native plants in your soil. Like what you just displayed was exactly, it was like hearing your mom from that very first call all those years ago. So thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait till the next time we get together and do this again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's, yeah, there's, uh, there is, yeah, seriously, so much to talk about. And um, it's just enjoyable to hang out with you guys.